Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakuta Sichas, Chedekir Aleph, Parshas Yisrei Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that we learn in this week's parsha about how Yisrei joined the Yidin, and Rizal tell us about the significance of this event of Yisrei joining the Yidin after Yitzhak Mitzrayim and before Ma'an Teirah. And in the Sikha, the Rebbe will explain why this event was so significant. And in the process, the Rebbe will also present and explain three different teachings related to Yisrael joining the Yidin. In connection to what's written in our parsha, Vayemer Yisrael Baruch Hashem Asher Hitzel Eschem, so Rizal teach us, to Gemara in Sanhedrin and also in Mechilta, G'nai Hula Moshe V'shishim Ribui, it's a G'nai to Moshe, in the 600,000 Yidin, Shalai Amru Baruch, that they did not say Baruch, Atsheba Yisrael Va'amar Baruch Hashem, until Yisrael came and said Baruch Hashem. And the question is, what does it mean, Shalai Amru Baruch, that they didn't say Baruch? We know that they said Shira after the miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf. And you can't say that the Gnai is that they didn't say it on Yitzhak Mitzrayim, and that they only said it on Kriyas Yamsuf, because then, the main thing is missing from the teaching. It should have said, the Gnai is not that they didn't say Baruch, but rather that they didn't say Baruch on Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And that's not what's written. It just says, Gnai Shaloi Amru Baruch, period. And so, what does that mean if we know that the Yidin just then, before this event, they said Shira on the miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf? So, we'll understand this by first presenting a teaching from the Zayar. The Zayar says that until Yisri came and praised Hashem, the terror wasn't given to the Yidin. And after Yisri came and he said, Baruch Hashem Asher Hitzel Eschem Vegamer, Ate Edaiti Kigodl Hashem Mikola Lekim Vegamer. So he caused that he stalik kutcher bruchu bikare ilav esato olabaser yoyev ayraisa bishlimu. Through this, Yisrael brought about that Hashem gave the Torah. And the question over here is, how can it be that the greatness of Moshe and Aaron and all of the Yidden wasn't enough for the Torah to be given, and it's only after Yisrael came and said ki gadol Hashem mikol elokim that then Hashem was able to give the Torah. So we'll understand this second teaching, which through it, we'll understand the first teaching based on a question about what's written in the beginning of our parsha. The beginning of the parsha starts off and says, Vayishma Yisrael Koyin Midian Chosen Moshe. Yisrael Koyin Midian, the father of Moshe, heard everything that Hashem performed and did for Moshe and for the Yidden. And the question over here is, what is the Pasuk teaching us by mentioning that he was a Kayin Midian? Why does the Pasuk add that he was a Kayin Midian? It could have just said, Vayishma Yisrael, Chaisen Moshe. And this is a question both if the words Kayin Midian mean that he was Sarishal Midian, a minister, he had a high position, a high ranking in Midian. And it's especially a question if it means that he was a Kayin Tavayda Zara. Because then it comes out that the Torah is telling us something bad about Yisrael. That he was a Kayan by Avodah Zarah. And it doesn't make sense that the Torah should want to do that, especially over here where we're talking about the good in Yisrael, that he came and joined the Yidden. So why would the Torah now tell us something bad about him, that he was a Kayan to Avodah Zarah? 
The answer to this is that the Pasuk is not telling us that Yisrael was Koyin Midjan in order to diminish his greatness. But to the contrary, the Pasuk is coming to describe his high position in the past as Sarish Midjan in order to emphasize his greatness to be Mizgayer to the extent that as Rashi tells us, so it's bringing out his greatness that despite his high position, he went to be Mizgayer to the extent that he went out to the Midbar. And also according to the second explanation, that Koyin Midjan means that he was a Koyin Tavayda Zara, it's also telling us his greatness, his greatness in Yedi and Asaga. As you know that the Rambam tells us that the main mistake of those who served Avodah Zarah was a mistake in their thinking, that they thought that since Hashem created the Kachavim Mazalis to run the world, and as Chazal tell us, So since Hashem created the Kachavim Mazalis to run the world, so they thought that Hashem wants us to serve them, they should be served. However, that's a mistake, as we know that the Kachavim Mazalas don't have any Pchira, they don't have any free choice, and they're just Kigars and Be'ad they're just like a tool in the hands of Hashem. And just like there are Mimutsayim in this world, the Kachavim Mazalas, there are also Mimutsayim in the worlds of Yitzira and Bria, there are also a Mimutsayim between Hashem and our world. Like it says, Kigavayim al Gavayim Shemer, the Gavayim there are many different levels between Hashem and us, and all of them are Mimutsayim. And there too, it's the same warning that a person has to know that they're just kegars and biyad And over there, the warning is actually greater. Because since they are very great spiritual entities and worlds, so it's easier for a person to make a mistake and give them importance. And when it says about Yisrei that he was a kain for Avedah Zarah, and we also know it says about him that he was makir b'chol Avedah Zarah what it means to say is that he also had a knowledge in all the higher worlds. It's just that he made a mistake and he thought that they had to be served. So this is all bringing out the greatness of Yisrael. That is, Yedi and Asag was on such a high level, he knew about all the Muhammad Sayyim. He had a very deep understanding of all the higher worlds. And the Torah is telling us that we have such a great person over here with such a high position in Midian. And a person, because he had both of these qualities, both he had a high position in Midian, and he was a person of tremendous Yedi and Asaga, and despite that, he came to be Mizgayer to the extent that he went out to the Midbar. Based on this explanation, that Yisrael was on a very high level in his Yedi and Asaga, we can now understand what the Zayar says, that it was through his Haidah, through his acknowledgement, that the Torah was given. Because the, the Zayar teaches on the Pasuk of the Zayar teaches that the Yisrael of Chochmah Dikdusha, it comes specifically from the Sikhlus, which means from Chochmah Dulumazeh. It comes about through the bearer of Chochmah Dulumazeh. That's how there's a Yisrael in the Chochmah of Gdusha. So through Yisrael, who is a great Chochm in Chochmah Dulumazeh, coming to learn, through his coming to learn Torah. And he also said, So this made a birr in Chochm Dulumazah, where he came from, and through that he came to Chochm of Dusha. So it made a birr in Chochm Dulumazah, that it turned into Chochm Dugdusha. And this added a Yisrael Ur in Chochm Dugdusha, as the Zayar says. And since his acknowledgement, drew down a Yisrael Ur in Chochm Dugdusha, therefore it brought about the giving of the Torah, brought about Matan Torah, which Matan Torah needs Am Shacha from a very high place. So that's why it's the Haidah of Yisrael that was needed in order for there to be Matan Torah. However, there's a side question over here, which the Rebbe explains, and that is, we know that the preparation to something has to be related 
to what it's preparing towards. It's not just two unrelated things. One thing is done, another thing happens, but they have to be connected to one another. So the question is, what's the connection between the birr of Chochmah Dulumazah and Matan Torah? How are they connected to one another? All we explained is that through the Chochmah of Dulumazah, through the birr of the Chochmah Dulumazah, it adds a Yisr and Ur in Chochmah of Gdusha. But what does that have to do with Matan Torah? And the answer is that it's explained in many places that before Matan Torah, Hashem decreed, Hashemayim, Shemayim la Hashem, Va'aretz Nosam Lovnei Adam. Hashem decreed that there should be a separation between Al Yainim and Tachtainim. And when Hashem wanted to give the Torah, He removed the decree between Al Yainim and Tachtainim. Like it says, Batal Gzeru Rishayna Va'amar HaTachtainim Yalu Lal Yainim Ve'al Yainim Yerdul Tachtainim. Meaning that by Matan Torah, it came about the connection between the Maila and the Mata, and the elevation of the Mata to be part of the Maila. And the Birr of Chochmah Dulumazah, and its elevation to Chochmah Dugdusha, is similar to this. And that's why this was a Hachana, a preparation for Matan Torah. This acknowledgement of Yisrael, which was an idea of being Mevar, the Chochmah Dulumazah, and elevating it into Chochmah Dugdusha, is a preparation for Matan Torah, which is also the idea of connecting bimechaber al yainim and tachtainim. Related to this, we can say that this preparation to matan Torah has an advantage also over the preparation that happened by Kriyas Yamsuf. As we know, also by Kriyas Yamsuf, there was a chibur, a connection between Maila and Mato, which that is the connection of Almadis Skasya and Almadis Galya, because the water represents Almadis Skasya and the land represents Almadis Galya. And by Kriyas Yamsuf, it says that there was a connection between Amadiskasya and Amadisgalya, but still it wasn't enough, and it was needed to have the preparation of Yisra coming and saying, And this is because by Kriyas Yamsuf it only connected the higher levels and lower levels in Gdusha itself, but it didn't connect it to Lu'umazeh. By Lu'umazeh, it only broke it, like we see that the Mitzrim drowned, so it broke the Lu'umazeh. But it wasn't a birr, it didn't elevate, it didn't connect to the Lumazeh. And this explains us another question. How is it that Amalek was able to later come and wage war on the Yidin? Even though we know that the nations heard about Kriyas Yamsuf, and it says that they also saw Kriyas Yamsuf, because Nifku kol Shabailam, all the waters in the world split. And even more, it tells us that Shamu Amimir Gazun, Namaygu Kol everyone was terrified. So how did Amalek later come to wage war on the Yidin? And the explanation is because at the time it didn't elevate the Lu'umazeh. The Goyim weren't elevated, they were just temporarily broken. And once Kriyas Yamsuf passed, and since they still remained in their existence, then they were able to rise up and wage war with the Yidin. And so it was specifically through the admission, the acknowledgement of Yisraeli, which is a chibur of Elian and Tachtin, even in the Umazah, that it was able to be Matantera, because that was the true preparation of, to Matantera, where there was a chibur of the Elian and Tachtin of Gdusha and the Umazah. Based on this, we can now understand another teaching, and that is, we can understand in Yenushal Torah, where Rashi says, it says, Vayishma Yisrael, so Rashi explains, What did he hear that made him come? And there are two questions over here. Number one, we know that Yisrael heard and knew about all the great miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So why didn't any of those 
inspire him to come? Why was it specifically these two things? And number two, why does it say Melchemes Amalek? It should either talk, say Hatzalos Israel, the saving of the Yidden from Amalek, or Mapelos Amalek, the destruction of Amalek. Why does it say Melchemes Amalek? But based on what we said, we can now understand this. What happened here is that Yisrael heard about Kriyas Yamsuf, which Kriyas Yamsuf is the idea that you could connect Al Yenim and So you heard that connecting Al Yenim and is possible, and not only is it possible, it actually happened. There was Hafach Yomli Abasha. But he also heard that it didn't happen fully. It didn't happen fully. It only connected Al Yenim and in Kedusha, but not all the way down into Lu'umazah. So once Yisrael knew these two things, that Al Yenim and could be connected, and that they weren't yet fully connected. So then this caused Yisri to come so that he can make that full connection between Alyanim and Tachtainim and bring about Matan Teira. This explanation in the Enoshal Teira of Rashi answers another question. And that is, we know that the rule is Mailan Bakaydish. We always go up in matters of Gdusha. And that's certainly how it was from Yitzhak Mitzrayim to Matan Terah, which is the time from when the Yidden left Memtesh Sharetamo until they were ready to receive the Terah. And the question is, so how does Milchames Amalek fit in during this time? But now we understand how it fits in, because Milchames Amalek was the cause of the birr of Chachmad Lumazah through Yisrael, which was the most important preparation for Matan Terah. So it ends up that it is part of the Mylan Bakadesh. Through that, we had the most important preparation that was needed for Matan Terah. According to all of this, we can now understand what Razal say that The Gnai was that they didn't say Baruch, which means to draw down. Baruch is Meloshan Amshacha, like it says, Amavriches Agefen. And the meaning of Baruch Hashem is to draw down Hashem from the highest of the high into the lowest of the low. And that was only done through Yisri. The Yid didn't draw down Elokos into the world. But it didn't come all the way down into Lumazah. That was only accomplished, that Baruch, Melosh and Amshacha, to make Amshacha from the highest place, down into the lowest of the low, even into the Lumazah, that was only done by Yisri. The Haira from all of this and the Avaidah of each and every person, we know that Matan Terah needs to be and it is every single day. And like we say in the Nusach of the Brach of Birchas HaTerah, Neisein HaTerah, Neisein Loshen Heve. And so what we learn from this is that the preparation for Matan Terah, it starts with Kriyas Yamsuf, which means a person doing in the area of Kedusha itself. Like we said, the Kriyas Yamsuf is the Chibur, the connection of the Elyin and Tachten in Kedusha. And this is starting with tefillah, the start that a person starts his day with davening, like it says, shetehi tefilasi smucha limitasi, and then it's followed by limitatera, like we know it's mibesa kneses lebesa medrash, and that gives a person the strength to then move on to mulchemes amalek, which is the avoda of bechol derechacha de'eyu, which is to be connected to elokus even in areas of rishus that has to be brought down even into the tachtin, which is outside of kedusha. And this is the preparation to the Gilu of Matan Terah, where we bring about that Anoichi Havaya becomes a Lekecha, meaning Kechacha Vecha Yuscha, it becomes the very life of the person.